Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Titanic was the biggest ship on the ocean, but that didn't mean it was unsinkable. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. I want you to use ombudsman in a sentence next week. Oh, I got one for you. My name is Kevin, the official ombudsman of the Desperate Flight Podcast. You like apples? Welcome back into another edition of the Just Press Play Podcast. Kevin here, joined by Uncle Tony, LJ. What's what going up? on, fellas? What's up? Pops was unable to make it, but Tony, it should be no surprise that LJ was able to make it because, I mean, <laughs> uh, dare I say, are the Broncos back? Broncos country? Let's ride three-game winning streak, two of those being the Bills and Chiefs. LJ, what is the Super Bowl already headed yeah, to Denver? Uh, probably. I mean, you The know, Lombardi you get, trophy, you get, is it already in route? We're a little Walmart drunk. You know what I mean? We're a little Walmart drunk, but... Uh, <laughs> No, absolutely not. They tried to give that away uh, so many times. That game was a misery to watch as a fan of both teams. Uh, I just felt like that was uh, some of the worst football I saw this weekend, which is saying a lot because most of these there games was some were, bad football. were bad was teams some bad football. keeping it together till the end of the fourth quarter, but bad teams all Specifically, together. LJ, there was some bad primetime football, and somehow <laughs> y'all might have found a way to be one of the I don't know yeah. it was entertaining a little but it was because it felt like both teams were punch drunk and trying it to figure was entertaining out. in the way that high school football is entertaining or middle school football <laughs> even. you ever watch a JV seventh grade team James Cook somehow fumbling to to no one Josh oh, Allen yeah. just can't help but just fling it all over the oh. field and throw some picks Broncos then, are mix, missing at, every kick opportunity they got the refs just save them half the time at the end I'm not exactly sure what we're doing there where like, I guess you're trying to make it to the very last play, but now you're like sprinting your field goal team on there. I will say, last I, I do think that that is the only reason that, that they got that second opportunity. I think it turns out it's brilliant. The Broncos have done this historically a few times. Well, well, is it brilliant or do they just catch the bills being dumb? I mean, first off, I do yes. not know. I do not know. Yeah, <laughs> true. Um, I do not know. So for the people at home, if you didn't catch on, they, the Broncos are at a field goal wins the game for them, and they're in a very makeable spot. And they run a play with no timeouts. They kneel it and get it in position where they want it, so the clock's right. still running. And they're sprinting the guys out there to come kick. Yeah, they the do goal. the the, the whole personnel LJ. swap. So you know, of the eleven guys that are out there, probably only five stay. Uh, it's probably the offensive line, and that's it. Even the center probably changes because I bet they have a different long snapper. So it's probably four yeah. guys stay. Um, and then, uh, the defense has to swap quick, which is, I think probably the advantage there. And then the other team didn't have timeouts to ice them and get the right personnel on. And so then for a 41 yard field goal that will Lutz probably should be able to make, he misses, but lo and behold, penalty call 12 men on the 12 men on the field. Um, and so what I don't understand is if I'm a Buffalo bill special teams player and I'm on the, uh, the kick block team. 
I can't imagine that change. There's not many play calls that change that. Like you're probably, you know, whether you're one of those 11 guys, right? Surely. Yeah. Unless somebody's hurt and then they're not hurt. Well, so then maybe that's the thing, right? That could be the, the, the whole crux. I don't know. I, I hadn't even thought of that, but that might be the whole thing. So there. I do think the 12th man on the field may have been DeMar Hamlin, who oh. was in the game. <laughs> he started playing. He played his first like snap snap on Monday night because an injury. Yeah. And so I'm wondering if that injury caused a little bit of a shakeup on the field goal block team. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Well, but yeah, it's a, yeah. But I think that is why you rush that instead of doing the spike and kick, uh, you do the kneeling kick so you can force the other team to be on their back foot. I do think that's why they did it. I can't imagine that they expected to have 12 men on the field. They needed to hit that field goal, but yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why I wanted to just uh, challenge a little bit when LJ was like, it's smart because you get two chances at it. Like, well, yeah, no, so no, no I never thought that. Bills. I just think that you okay, have like, okay. you may like, they may not have their, their rush ready to go. Like they might not have a plan ready to go in time, but maybe like, Will you also, Lutz also isn't ready because he's deep breathing because he's just sprinted out on the field. And then we also, uh, once, once you get that penalty, uh, that pass interference call, the bills know what's going to happen. They know it's going to be a field goal from here because we know Russ yeah. ain't striking. Um, you can only, you only get one of those throws that they had last, uh, yeah, last night. Um, that's the only one he's going to get all year like that. But so Tony, I know you were watching what's your, what yeah, what, you, uh, you can touch on the end there you can touch on the entire game. What you, you take so it on away. the end there on the end. And I'll talk about a couple of those things, but on the end there, um, I, the Broncos really screwed up because it was, they couldn't spike it because it was fourth down because Buffalo used all their times out and made them go to, to third down to to run it and then it was fourth down so but what they should have done on third down is instead of just run it and then try to fling everybody out there they should have dropped back and just send somebody to the back of the end zone and just chunk the ball up into the stands that way the clock is killed you've run off the time you need and you go because the bills did everything they could in that moment to say okay we're going to get them to third down we know we can't stop the clock after that but they're rushing guys on i don't know why peyton didn't know to say okay draw back and just chunk the ball to the back of the end zone and so um on third down if he does does that clock stops you got 30 seconds you can run them out there no problem but he didn't do that and so i found that to be pretty interesting uh, when that happened. So well, I mean, you're not wrong, but I do think that that is one of the, the fog of war moves that coaches might do, because I think everybody would have expected that's the right decision to make. And so to have to then rush out there when you don't know that they're not going to throw it on third down, uh, does probably put a little bit more onus on the bills to be great. You know, they have to show up and they just didn't. So, so here's the, other- you know what also, Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing I thought might happen. If the bills had been really smart, they would okay, have, this is where I think I was going. going ahead, let him go, right, and see if he's smart enough to lay down on the one. And if he's smart enough to lay down the one, they may not have enough time to run 20 yards up and That's get true. it, right? And so, I thought, oh, wouldn't that be cool? But that didn't happen either. So, um, Well, Russ took it one. and he kneeled immediately, though, right? Like, that yeah. was, LJ, there was no chance he was trying to run that. Yeah. This is one that I don't think you have the answer, but I just think you'll enjoy this thought process because I know you love to kind of – Oh, I, oh, we can bend the rules maybe in a way that it helps us. Sure. So when the offense subs, typically the ref stands over the ball because once the offense subs, the defense now gets the allotted time to sub. Right. Could the Bills have just slow played it? They're getting their unit out there and the, the ref would go, well, I got to give the defense time 
Because y'all are seven. You know, honestly, I can't rush them. That's genius. And I wonder what time expired why the ref sat on the bar. The ref going to be like, well, should I got to stop? Like, you know, just, I don't know. I just wonder what the Bills can do. I think do there's some like reasonable expectation. Play. I think like the deal is, is it, the Bills could have taken all the time and made that the last play, which it, you know, it kind of was. Uh, if they hit that, it's game over. If they miss it, it's game over. Take your time and get 12, uh, 11 guys out there, not 12. Um, but you're probably right. And I do think that there's probably a situation where the refs say like, nah, this is, you know, the palpably unfair act where they would say, now we're putting one second back on the clock and we're letting this kick happen because you know, it's going to happen. Um, but also part of it is you might want Will Lutz to rush out there and have to kick a field goal. Yeah. So you might really want to like run your guys out there and make it as fast as possible. So. Well, I'm if you'd just, only had eleven, you'd been absolutely right. I know they would have they would have won that game. Walked away. I was so mad. I was so mad. I was mad, kind of at the end of the game, no matter how it happened. But when they missed that field goal, I, I, no one wanted to talk to me for a good like three seconds until I saw the flag on the ground. <laughs> well, Tone, the Bills now find themselves at five and five. Not, I mean, I guess they're still in the hunt. They're they're on the playoff graphic that shows up, but they are not in the playoffs if it ends right now. And they just fired their offense coordinator, Ken Dorsey. What is there trouble up in Buffalo? Where, where, what do we think, Tony? Yeah, I mean, there's been trouble all year. I, yeah, I don't think they would fire McDermott. I don't think they will. Uh, he's a really good coach. So they, but defensively, we've talked about this on the pod all year. They've just been decimated with injuries on the on the defensive side, and they haven't been able to keep up. Keep up. And Josh Allen's having a bad year. He can you, you cannot give up the football like he's given it up and expect to have uh, success with the way the NFL is right now because everybody is caught up. If there were three or four uh, elite teams and you had all the talent, it's one thing. But that's not the case anymore for the Bills. And their defense, although they played good last night, I'm not saying it's a factor that they were playing the Broncos, LJ. <laughs> but the defense played good last night, yeah. good enough to keep them in the game with five turnovers. Yeah, I just amazes. But but still, they're just not there. And uh, yeah, they there something is is out. They're just out of whack. They're just out of whack. Well, and it, I think I saw someone. I think it was someone for the Ringer talking about this or tweeting this. But it almost feels like they were talking about that. So we remember the the infamous 13 seconds game with the the Bills and Chiefs where the Bills scored. Like that game was back and forth, back and forth. And then Mahomes scores with 13 seconds left. And, and Allen's kind of Josh Allen and the Bills are kind of playing like every we got to keep scoring because this team's going to keep scoring. We just got to keep our foot on the gas. And now it feels like Josh Allen almost he does. He doesn't know how to not play in that mode of. F it. Keep going. But isn't keep that pushing it. that's but always that's been the knock on Josh Allen? That's like literally yeah. the way he plays. He's a Brett Favre type uh, yep. with yep. Uh, hopefully less uh, picture messages. Uh, <laughs> and so, you know, I think that's what you're going to get with him is you're going to you're going to get him taking chances that he might not should take. Uh, and I will say that, you know, their turnovers have been outstanding this year just on, you know, the opportunities of taking turnovers. We were talking before the pod that uh, the they have eight fumbles on the year and seven of them they've lost, which, you know, you compare it to the Bengals who have had 16 fumbles this year and only lost six of them. Um, so, I mean, they it's are... It's one of those, the ball just like fumble luck. Someone does a little fumble luck statistic and it kind of shows... I think they are losing fumble luck right now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, now, I will say also, though, I think that the Bills have been resting on athleticism for the entire uh, last couple of years. And they might be outside of the Chiefs, the most athletic football team playing. Um, but right now they're getting beat on uh, strategy uh, basically week by week. And so I think that, I mean, 
Tony and I were talking before you popped on, Kev. I mean, that that image of Josh Allen holding the back of his neck while uh, they're doing that 12 man on the field call. I feel like this Bills team is done. I just feel like I don't know how you recover from this. I mean, this is a team that got beat 70 to, you know, it doesn't matter. Right. Uh, versus the Dolphins. Uh, this is this is a dejecting loss. Like the Chiefs lost, like, I think a game that they probably should have won, but some shit happened or whatever. The Bills had every opportunity to win this football game and then just like nothing broke their way. I mean, I think I would be heartbroken to be in that locker room right now. And I think the Bills might be a different team in 2024 than they are in 2023. Yeah. Well, and I'm just looking at the the Bills upcoming games. The Jets next weekend should be able to win. And then they go at Eagles, at Chiefs, home for the Cowboys, at the Chargers. Yeah. And then Patriots Dolphins. I mean, now I'm not saying they don't win maybe 500. They should win half like, of those, you know, but the, but they go half of those and they're 500 on the year, and you might be on the outside not looking in. The playoffs, they're definitely yeah. on the outside looking in right now. Because yeah. we I don't see the Texans losing a lot with the way they're playing. CJ Stroud, y'all, y'all talked about CJ Stroud last week saying he probably can't keep doing this. I don't know. Oh my so, god! <laughs> all right, let's go there. El. I want one last thing. One last okay. thing, before we leave the Bills, last thing. So we said this last week about Bijan Robinson, and it, it's interesting that Ken Dorsey got fired. Um, that, and I'm not saying this because I've got him in three different leagues, <laughs> but James Cook is funny a that, player, yeah, right. And why is he not? Why is Latavius Murray, 67 year old Latavius Murray, out in the backfield <laughs> at all these critical? The times? only thing has got Joe, to be that he knows your fumble issues. He knows like, the Broncos' no, defense or something. Yeah, no, it's not his fault. James Cook is averaging over five yards a carry. Why is he not getting the ball more? You, you, yeah. you've got to prescribe, and that's what I'm saying. They're out thinking themselves. You've got to get your athletes the ball. LJ is absolutely right. This is an athletic offense, but they're feeding the ball to Gabe Davis. They're well, killing here. <laughs> Stephon Diggs should get 15 targets a game. S, uh, James Trey Cook Diggs, should get right? 20 He's carries a game. There's no reason not to do that. Yeah, Trayvon Diggs did tweet the brother of, or is that are they brothers yeah, or brothers, cousins? Brothers. Are brothers, brother for, for the corner for the Cowboys tweeted out they got to get fourteen up out of there. Well, and then he also said, uh, "I don't know if you noticed that uh, Josh Allen only popped off when Bro got there." Um, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, all it's, of this is all of this is this is okay. So I'm going to say something that I think Bills fans are going to rejoice because we have such a good record of calling teams dead or great on the podcast and it being correct. But I'm saying that kind of stuff right there is exactly why the bills are dead for the year. I don't, I don't even know that they go 500 because now games. LJ, it feels like the similar way we were talking about the Cowboys last week. It's almost like the bills are like the end of the games coming up and you're like, how not, not how are we going to win this, but how are we going to lose? Yeah. Like you start fearing, how are we going to blow? What this? are we about to get? As away? soon as you start thinking, what are we going to do to blow it? Then you're going to make the play. When you're worried about, am I going to throw that bad pass? You're probably. When then you've got Trayvon Diggs being OBJ's dad. You've got Josh (laughs) Allen unable to comprehend how his team lost this game, even though you know he's a big part of it. Um, It is funny, LJ. We talk about like Tony was talking about. Just get your stars the ball. The Cowboys look a lot better when you're just throwing at the Trayvon Diggs twenty or uh, CD Lamb twenty times a yeah. game. He all of a sudden you're like, oh, we do have a really good receiver. You remember when the Broncos picked uh, Judy over over Di- or uh, CD Lamb? Oh man, yep, brutal, I do. brutal. Um, I, so let's go. Okay, stay on that, Kevin. You hit it because I think the Cowboys' reasons they're successful. They're not just saying, "By God, we've got to get make Tony Pollard successful." They've said, yeah. "Forget it." It's a good point. Get the ball to CD Lamb. We're winning ball games. Get the, now they played. You know, come on, like pansies. But uh, get the yeah, ball. Can the to Cowboys just play the New York teams? 
Yeah. Every Get week. Us oh, just play the Giants every week. That that's what the Bills should be doing. Well, so Get next the ball week, got, guys, let them go. Next week, Cowboys, Cowboys have the, the Panthers, Panthers then week. the Commanders, then the Seahawks, uh, then the Eagles. They're going to rattle off three wins in a row. Before that Eagles game, I wouldn't be shocked if they rattle off a bunch of wins. And I'm I'm not saying I'm going to be out on the Cowboys, but I'm waiting until that Eagles game before. Because mm-hmm. ESPN is going to start running the, oh, yeah. this is a Super Bowl team. Yeah, after Jack's they beat the, the Commanders, by like, they're going to beat the Commanders by like 11 points. And it's going to be like, see, Super Bowl or, caliber. Obviously, that is the commanders on Thanksgiving Day. It'd be much like the commanders with Sam Howell. Like all of a sudden, my Thanksgiving, I'm all grouchy after a great meal. You know what it'll be? It'll be 63 to 62, and the Cowboys will barely pull it off. So they're Super Bowl winning teams. Uh, That that's what's going to (laughs) happen. Um, And then I will say they play the Bills. They dominate the Bills because the Bills are already dead. Um, And then they have to go in and play the Dolphins, the Lions, and then the Commanders at the season end. Though that could be three losses. Um, so the Cowboys are, I will throw this out four and oh at home so far this year, winning by a combined score of 160 to 50. Wow. At home. They're really good yeah. in Jerry's, Jerry's palace over there, but we could also look at who they're playing in those home yeah. games. And they're a bunch <laughs> of the Cowboys, as we've said, they beat the hell out of the bad teams. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to cry. If you want to crown her ass, you can crown her ass. <laughs> But I'm gonna wait yeah. until they I beat, think that's fair. I think teams. that's fair. Their playoff team, we'll uh, see what happens after. So LJ, I don't think he is going to finish this way, but is CJ Stroud leading the MVP? Uh, right now? I don't I mean, know how you could argue that he's not. I mean, I think he is right now playing the best at the quarterback position of anybody in the league, which is the prerequisite for being the MVP. I don't know that he holds on to this, but like I mean, he's got to be top of your list. Got to be. Yeah, I was in an argument with somebody, and I think we were in two different arguments where I was just saying, I do not think my take is C.J. Stroud will come back a little to earth and he will not win MVP. And I think his argument was just saying, right now, if the season ended, Stroud's MVP. Season ends today, Stroud is the MVP. There's no doubt. I I don't know what else to say, Tony. I mean, he did have a moment in that game where he threw a bad pick, where they kind of got the bill, the Bengals on the ropes. Burrow just threw a bad pick himself. And if you're the Texans, you're like, cool, we got this game won. We just can't do something stupid. And he throws a ball across the field. and I mean, it's just, it looked like the rookie throw. I'm like, oh, no. But then the very next possession, so the Bengals use that to tie up the game, and C.J. Stroud drives him right down the field for a field goal. I mean, just looked like, a 10-year vet doing it. I don't know yeah. what else to say besides just – He looks professional. I mean, Texans got a guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's, they just got a guy. He's definitely rookie of the year. I, he could be MVP if the if the Texans uh, make the playoffs. Yeah. Because this team was really argue. bad. A year ago, this team right. was really bad. Mm-hmm. And I like some of those young pieces, but Noah Brown, as a Cowboys fan, I can tell you, he's been around for a while. It's not like this is some young stud. He's not worked at a lot of places, and he's working there now. He looks really good. Mm-hmm. And then Dalton Schultz is not a bad tight end. He's nothing great. Oh, he's top. He's and top running, fifteen tight end. But that's Devin Singletary is a guy who couldn't cut it in Buffalo. They they decided to get rid of him, and he looks mm-hmm. great. Yeah, I I just Stroud's not doing it. It's not like he's doing this with some amazing roster. This is a lot of C.J. Stroud elevating yeah. the play of everyone. Nico else. Collins was out this yeah. weekend, yeah. and they beat the Bengals. Yeah, Damian Pierce was a out, hot Bengals team, and they team beat the Bengals. Was, this I, isn't the zero three to start the year Bengals. This is Bengals playing yeah. good football. Yeah. Yeah, they're playing really good football. Yeah, you're right about that. You're right about Definitely that. Definitely coach of the year. Yeah, I mean, I just I've always been a D'Amico Ryan's fan. Yeah. And 
God, I didn't know if he'd be a great, uh, how good a head coach he is. I just liked him as a player, and then I, th- I liked him at San Francisco. But it feels like the, and it's early, and I know sometimes we get real reactionary. But if you're a Texans fan, you got to like what between your quarterback and your head coach you just brought in. You look like you got two pieces. Things that, are looking pretty good. Yeah, that had to me. That's as good a win that there was this past weekend. Was that Texans game over the Bengals? Another great win, Tony. I got to give a tip my hat to the Browns because that game looked yeah. over. I'm watching over. that Browns Ravens game. The Ravens are up 31, like 17. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of going, okay, I can probably now. I genuinely I turned that off and didn't game. realize that the Ravens ended up losing that. You just blew my mind. I mean, that <laughs> yeah. was, it was kind of one of those where like, okay, even though the Ravens didn't play fantastic, that was like, okay, 31, 17. Deshaun the Browns Wyatt. are doing the this Browns. Game's over. Yeah. I can, I can quit focus on yeah. this game and, and go over to another yeah. game that I yep. wanted to keep up with or something. And then yeah. all of a sudden, Lamar throws a, a couple picks. I think one of them being a pick six. It was ball batted around. But yeah. I, it, I guess my main takeaway from it was Deshaun had a great fourth quarter. Deshaun kind of looked like Deshaun Watson there at the end. Yeah. I don't know if he keeps it up, yeah. but it was an impressive win nonetheless, Tone. Absolutely. Yeah, Deshaun Watson owned the fourth quarter. And, you know, that's what he was known for three years ago is that fourth quarter was his quarter. And he sure did it this weekend against arguably one of the best defenses in the in the league. Uh, But, you know, I I think the the Ravens, it was more of a they kind of took a deep breath and said, okay, well, who's next? And I think they forgot that the Browns can play phenomenal defense and the pressure in this in the fourth quarter on Lamar, I think, really made the difference. And he didn't adjust to it. And um. And so that that was a that pick six was I don't call it lucky because they they tipped it but it just tipped the right direction and so yeah. they made themselves available they they got the pressure on it and it just was a that, that was a great pick but I think that the Ravens kind of let off the gas a little bit it was like oh and I but I, that's my yeah. issue was if the Ravens are the team that we kind of I know for sure I was talking about it but I feel like as a pod we're kind of saying they're. Right there at the cream yeah. of the crop at AFC, you handle yeah. a game, you're up 14. Yeah, yeah you absolutely. Got you, you got to. And I, so here's what I think happened has happened. And I think the Cowboys need to be careful about this as well, that the Ravens ran into a couple of really good matchups for them on the ground, and they became one a, 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 a one-sided team. They've been running the ball, running the ball, running the ball, and all of a sudden, Lamar, hey, we need you to pass. Like, oh, oh, I forgot. So – Early in the year, he was really – you could say, man, he's really a, he's really developed as a passer. When we start talking MVP, they've got to make sure they stay more balanced because of games like this. And and tomorrow night, our Thursday night, huge game, Bengals and Ravens. I know we'll talk about it. But, man, he better be ready to to be balanced and and be ready to – because otherwise they're going to they're gonna be in trouble. Uh, they just can't be one-sided like they've been. Well, it's interesting you bring that up because I was confused and maybe I know he came into the game with a little bit of a hamstring injury or something that Keaton Mitchell, the new running back who kind of burst on the scenes last week, it looks like a real fast explosive back. And then this past weekend against the Browns, he starts the game off. They run like a little draw play and he gets a 39 yard touchdown. And then a few plays later or the next drive or so, he gets a 32 yard catch. So I'm like, Keaton Mitchell's about to have a huge game. He ended the year, ended the game with three carries for 34 yards in that one catch. Like he ended up losing five yards yeah. the rest of the game on two more touches. I, yeah. it, it wasn't like Gus Edwards and was running great. Baltimore Gus Edwards went 11 carries for 24 yards. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
So, so they, they did it. Did he, was he hurt or they just, I don't know. This guy looks explosive. It's like, nope, we got to get Gus Edwards back in there to average 2.2 yards a pop. Well, I did have some investment in that ball game. So no, uh, I watched a lot of it and Cleveland all of a sudden, and we talked about him last week. Hey, Miles Garrett's pretty damn good. And so defense player of the year, Miles Garrett, all of a sudden he was getting penetration uh, on the on the edge, and that shut down their run game. It absolutely, and then but Cleveland has enough a beef in the middle where Gus Edwards couldn't do anything. And next thing you know, they can't get around the outside and and have the speed that, that Mitchell has. And again, they had Mitchell, they had Hill, they had Edwards. They're trying to feed all these people, and they just got one sided and got out of balance. And so I don't think he got hurt, to my knowledge. And, Tony, that was, if I remember right, Prestige Worldwide told us he liked Browns as a dog, right? He sure did. He sure did. Well, someone else also told us that they were not afraid about the 49ers traveling across the country, going to play Jacksonville. And uh, you were right. 34 <laughs> to 3. The Jags don't look like they are. There, there's, there was, it looked like there's a clear level between what the 49ers are and what the Jaguars are. And I'm not saying the Jaguars are trash, but. 49ers looked really damn good in that game. Everything was working. Trent Williams was back. Kittle looked good. Debo looked good. And I think, much like we talked about during that 49ers three-game skid, I don't think any of us are ready to be like, oh, I don't trust him anymore. I think we were all like, let him get healthy. Yeah. Yeah. NFL's a long season. Usually good teams don't lose three in a row, but shit happens. you know. And, I, and it, they look good. I mean, Is there any other takeaway besides if, yeah. that, if they're healthy, they're going to be tough to beat? If, if you had any questions of why they went and got Chase Young, they were answered. Yeah. So you cannot God, have enough depth on the defensive good, yeah. line. You can't have enough. And I think one of their defensive linemen got hurt during the game. Uh, but, um, man, they – yeah, they're fast. They're fast. They were getting the and I'm a little worried about Trevor Lawrence in that offense, but also I'm not sure because it did feel like he was running for his life all game long and ETN yeah. got bottled up. Here's a – and I, right now, there's, you know, the, Buffalo should have won that game last night. And that is a, that may be a season defeating game. Houston and Jacksonville this weekend, it could be a season defeating game for the Jaguars. If it's kind of the AFC South. Up yeah. If Houston beats true. them Good point. And, and gets the, and gets a game ahead on the last six, seven games of the season, it could be over for the Jags because Houston, I ain't got a tough schedule. So um, I'm very – that's going to be big. I really want to root for the Texans. It's at Houston. Tony, hey, me too. Mm-hmm. Did you have any issue, Tony, at the end of the game? It was 34-3, and the 49ers run like four straight plays from the goal line. Yeah. All the other – basically all the other starters were out except for CMC because Christian McCaffrey was hoping to become the only player in NFL history to have 18 straight games with a touchdown. He failed to get it. Do you care? Any problem? I'm I'm torn on this one because I in in just about every other sport they would have been doing that to set that type of record. And it's a significant record, right? For it's that's a year end plus, right? For you to be that healthy and score that many times. But I did hate the way they were doing it. There wasn't a single starter on the field but for Christian McCaffrey. And that was just that was stupid. You didn't get it. You had you had 58 minutes to get it and you didn't get it. Just take it. I'm glad he didn't get it in that situation because there'd been questions. About LJ, it, so. 
Is it old man yelling at clouds or where do you stand? Well, you know, actually, I was I was ready to say old man yelling at clouds, but he makes a good point. If you don't have your starters out there, you're not actually trying to make it happen. Um, so so I do think that like there is something to be said. I was so mad at the Dolphins when they beat the Broncos so bad, right, that they didn't go for the worst defeat in all of NFL history. Like you've got to let your players end up in the record Well, and books. Shanahan already pissed you off that day. Kittle mm-hmm. against pretty the much Broncos broke the record for at halftime. And like the tight end record at halftime. They yeah. didn't and put they it back in. To him it's again. like you just needed a catch. Yeah. Um, I think that like when your players have an opportunity to end up in Canton, let them do it. Uh, you have to let them do it. I think like, you know, this goes back to, I was so annoyed at the, the, what, like the 2007 Colts or whatever, when they would bench all their players. Like, I don't know if you've got glory in your fingertips, go for it. You got to go for it. The players deserve it. Um, I understand what you're saying. Don't, don't get hurt. But like, also like there are moments that you will live on forever and CMC breaking a record would have been one of them. Um, yeah, and they were at the goal. Like, I think if they were at the 50-yard line with 30 seconds left, he's probably out. But since they were at the goal line, I'm like, well. So then it. shove all your starters back out there and get it. Get it. But <laughs> my only, my only, and I'm not even saying I necessarily hate it, but it just, especially with the 49ers in particular, we're like, we all, every, it seems like every, every time we talk about it, we go, if they can be healthy yeah. going into the playoffs, if they can be healthy. Right. If McCaffrey cannot be banged up, if Debo, and it's like, then what are we doing? The game was wrapped up 34. Well, that's why I you think like, it, you took Brock Purdy out, take out CMC. And I think uh, he's really the MVP. pops pops is somebody that will always tell you this is that uh, a team that's, you know, not fully going out as a team is going to get hurt. And so like these situations are the times where somebody gets hurt. So if you don't have all of your backups in, in this situation, then yeah, you're probably, you know, you're, you're risking a lot there. I, I, yeah, I think it's probably a dumb decision to go for it if you're not going to actually support it. That'd be my call. But you should um, go for it. You should absolutely get that record. <laughs> Tony, um, speaking of, we, we mentioned Stroud in the MVP conversation. When do we, when do we start talking Jared Goff? I mean, is he in huh. that conversation or no? Because they got to win against the Chargers 41 38. Who had uh, the Chargers? Big 12. Though? A Big 12 game broke out in the Chargers Stadium, and all of a sudden we're just putting up points left and right. Uh, it was a fun one to watch, Tom. <laughs> yeah, it Not was. For, it unless was. you like defensive football, yeah. then it wasn't that fun. It but. was, other than the fact that um, they score – their ground game is is phenomenal. Um, Montgomery. Montgomery and Montgomery's both look like they could be studs. Yeah, Montgomery can kiss my ass. <laughs> um, uh, no, Dave Montgomery, I, you're always welcome here on the JP. <laughs> Um, so I, I think that, uh, if it wasn't for that, though, they're, they're really balanced. And so he's, he is from a fantasy football wise in the top five, uh, quarterbacks, but he's not lighting it up from a, uh, from a specific stat standpoint. I, I think it's going to be difficult to say he's MVP. The, the Chargers just got, I would hate to be a Charger fan. They would just frustrate me to no end because you, you invest, I believe they've invested the most out of any team on their defense. You go hire the defensive coach, and the only issue right now is the defense and your defensive-minded head coach. Everything like Herbert does look like that guy. He does look like the franchise quarterback. Keenan Allen is a freaking monster. Eckler's a good running back, and, and you just can't stop a soul right now. At what point do you go, Staley's got to go? I mean, that, this guy, that's what he does. He's a defensive coach. Uh, I mean, well. Yeah, go ahead, LJ. I was just going to say, uh, if you want to keep Staley around for a long time, you know, if you want to Josh McDaniels him, like, I'd be down with that. <laughs> Sign him to a 10-year deal. Yeah, yeah, 10-year deal. I, 
Yeah, we've talked about – I thought he should have been fired six weeks ago when we, we went on a fourth down on his own 25. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's a sign of desperation, Sam Pittman. A sign of desperation. Shots fired. And, uh, Shots fired. So, uh, I, I, so he's not a winning NFL coach. I mean, he's an NFL coach, but he's not a winning NFL coach. And so, so he's a Chargers NFL coach then. Yeah, he's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. He's, he's a absolutely. Dick Vermeil or uh, <laughs> yeah, Marty Marty Schottenheimer. Schottenheimer yeah, yeah, sure. He went all that. Uh, but um, uh, Marty had a winning record, just couldn't win the playoffs. Oh yeah, twenty twelve. What the twenty twelve Chargers? I think were the best Chargers that the best maybe football team that's ever existed. Honestly, yeah. And they couldn't win Shout a playoff. Shout out to Ladainian Thomas. Yeah. Antonio Gates. Yeah, it's great. There's a great team. Um, but but now I, there's no reason not to fire Brandon Staley if he loses this weekend. I mean, they're still in quote unquote playoff hunt. But if they if they lose this weekend and go to seven losses, there's no re- they can't make the playoffs. They absolutely cannot make the playoffs. He needs to go. Well, and it's the Packers. They better beat the Packers. Yeah, they better. They better. You're they, right. It's in, You're right. It's if they Lambeau, lose to the Packers, that's a huge deal. Oh, it's going to be cold. <laughs> Chargers it's not even that cold up north right now. Like we're looking at like, it's yeah. probably going to be 58 degrees. It'll be all right. That's it's cold. If you're <laughs> it's colder than speaking, LA. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of cold and up north, we haven't even mentioned the team that's currently carrying the longest winning streak going into week 11. And that is the pastronaut himself, Josh Dobbs yeah. and the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. I just, all those, all they do is win. LJ Dobbs is just, I think he's just a starting NFL quarterback. I don't know what the hell's been going he's on. He's this year's it? Geno Smith, right? The guy that nobody thought could be a Absolutely. thing, uh, but like, is clearly got something. I, and next year, it he just won't, consistently but. makes is little plays not, and stuff. I mean, yeah, no, he, I, this is not the. This is not. Is this not the feel good story of the year? Yes, it right? is. Josh Dobbs, the player nobody wants. Yeah, he's on his third different team. What didn't his college this year? Want, they wanted Nathan Peterman over him in college. Like, ah, uh, you yeah. know, you gotta love it. I, Dude deserves it. But no, I, I like. Josh. They start I really. Like you go him. one and four. Yeah, you start the year one and four with a great with 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 your team that you had Super Bowl aspirations, and then Justin Jefferson goes down, arguably the best receiver in all of football. And all you do is rattle off five straight wins, three of those being, or two of those being without Kirk Cousins, mm-hmm. without your MVP candidate. Well, and not even I mean, the 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 first game that Dobbs played, he was he he flew into Minnesota like two days before he the flew game in on Friday. Right? Yeah. yeah, like he didn't even know who he was playing with. Yeah, like he like literally has never met his teammates. Uh, and the the rookie, I can't remember his name right now, went down. Jordan Addison. Jordan Addison. So he had to take no, over. Nor will you ever. <laughs> oh oh. <laughs> No, Jaron Hall, the the rookie quarterback, Jaron Hall yeah. went out, yeah. and that's who he came in. Yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm feel bad for Jaron Hall because we might. Yeah, Tony's right. He a concussion is what took him out of the game, and then Josh Dobbs took that job. It's gone. Quite yeah. literally ran that away game is that, that job is Josh Dobbs now. Um, and you know I don't know what they look like in the playoffs, uh, but I think they've got a shot in a. But week. they look like a playoff team, got though, a, that, which is crazy to say. They're in a weak division, in my opinion, and uh, so I think they've got a shot at it. Um, and five weeks ago, I would have told you there's no way this team makes the playoffs, especially now that Justin Jefferson is sitting out for four weeks. And there was, I don't think there ever was with Jefferson, but there were rumors of might as well just sit him down and try to play right. for a pick. And all Kevin O'Connell and that team did is just win, put together gritty win after <laughs> yeah. gritty win. And they're, and they're not just 
sexy wins. They're just getting it done yeah. one way or the other. That some sometimes there's no run. I games. think sometimes you know, uh, assuming Josh they Dobbs. can beat the 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 fucking grinder that is the Broncos next week, um, <laughs> then uh, I do on primetime, right? Is that Monday that night is football? Sunday night, I think, I think. or Sunday? But yeah, we Sunday. we need the Broncos to be primetime again. That's just what we need. Um, but yeah, assuming they survive that grinder, uh, I, you know, I think, I think they are minimum a wild card team. Like I honestly, I think the Vikings make the playoffs and then, you know, who knows yeah. what they can do because they are, yeah. they've got athleticism you know, everywhere on the field. Jordan Addison and Hawkinson look really mm-hmm. good with Dobbs. And then you throw 18 back yeah. out there and all of a sudden that offense is maybe scary. I'm, I'm really, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. I'm excited for the Vikings, well, but I'm not going to say too much because I don't want to. Yeah, I'll be honest. Yeah, I think you could – we were talking about D'Amico Ryans. I think Kevin O'Connell, you could talk mm-hmm. about him for coach of the year. Because I uh, talk about adversity, you cut Dalvin Cook to start the year. You don't have your number one running back come back, which looks like a really good deal for the It Vikings turns out right that's now. not important anymore. But Yeah, <laughs> and you lose Kirk Cousins. You lose Justin Jefferson for five. And all you do is, is win five in a row without your starting – quarterback and the best player in the NFL and Justin Jefferson. It's, it's pretty good. So I, I, they're going to compete with the Lions for the top of that division. And both of those yeah. teams probably make the playoffs. Both of those teams probably make the yeah. playoffs. Yeah. Most lovable coaches, yeah, Dan true. Campbell and Kevin O'Connell. You know, <laughs> you could get those two guys together and have dinner and that'd be awesome. Right. That would be a party. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, we go from some good wins of the week, and now I, I I need to bring up what may I don't know if it's the worst loss, but it's it's a pretty bad one, and it's and it's because they just there's it's got to be so the same way it's probably just disheartening for Chargers fans to watch their football team. Man, Jets fans like uh, that defense once again looks like it's a a playoff caliber defense, and in Nathaniel Hackett's last seventeen games as yeah, a play caller, I'm aware of this, yeah. His offenses have generated one or fewer touchdowns 14 times. Now, I will say the brunt of that has been uh, in my neck of the woods. So, um. In the Jets' last five games, they have three touchdowns total. <laughs> that would be a 72-yard run from Brees Hall, a 50-yard screen from Brees Hall, an eight-yard run from Brees Hall when the Eagles let him score at the end of the game because the Eagles wanted to get the ball back. Their offense is historically bad right now, yet – at the end of these games, they're in it every single time because that defense, I don't know how much longer you can keep that defense playing. And, that, and I don't even know if it's all – I don't think Zach Wilson's great, but Nathaniel Hackett's got to start getting some blame too. I mean, that, they just look bad all around. Well, I think – you know what the sad thing for Nathaniel Hackett is? This is the Broncos of last year. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's like a, an all-time great defense with the absolutely – Because y'all were. Y'all were a offense. good defense, and yeah. Russell Wilson yeah. and the offense just he, looked yeah. awful. He thought he had Aaron Rodgers, and now he's got Zach. Milf Wilson. And it's just, um, I, it's just terrible. It's yeah, just we all, terrible. No one would wish Zach Wilson on anybody. You know, it's bad. It's a bum luck that he got him, but, uh, and I, I don't know if, don't so know. if they can stay in contention, which would be really hard who they've got coming up, but like if Aaron Rodgers could come back, they could win some games though. Right? Like that defense is Let's that, see. Jets that go nasty. at the bills versus the dolphins, Falcons, Texans, dolphins, commanders. I mean, they can hover around 500 probably, but I don't see them ripping off consecutive wins throughout. Dolphins the are the Bills and Dolphins are going to be tough. Texans are going to be yeah, you're right. Falcons, Texans, Commanders, none of those are just wins yeah. for mm-hmm. them. Yeah, I don't see how anybody outside of the AFC North has a wild card berth. Yeah, you're right. I, I, you're I, right. Yeah, 
you know, yeah, I just so, I think you're straight up right. playing that one. Maybe let's AFC touch West, on that I AFC North for a second. How the hell is Mike Tomlin six and three? The Steelers have been outgained every single game so far this year. Yet every single week, I'm not even surprised anymore. I'm like, like at one point, I look up and the, the Packers were beating the they were beating the Steelers by like four, and I'm like, oh, this is right where Mike Tomlin wants mm-hmm. this game to be. It's ugly as hell. It's like seven or it's fourteen to ten. And I'm just like, the Steelers are going to find a way to win this. That, I, that's what they do. I don't know how, because it doesn't even look pretty when they do it. Like, it's not like a great drive like CJ Stroud's doing. It's like fumbling and bumbling, and all of a sudden, George Pickens is running down the field, and they're, they're going to win. That's the thing. I just, hey, Mike Tomlin, coach of the year. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not going that far. We're not going that Uncle far. Uncle Tony's got three different coaches yeah. of the year. He's going to No, the other three, three I'm down for, but this one, I, I love Mike Tomlin. He ain't coach of the year this year. That's for sure. He's doing more with less than the two guys we talked about. It'd be hard to do. It'd be hard to have less than the Steelers have. Probably you're Jamaica probably right. Ryan's Ryan has C.J. Stroud. Uh, O'Connell has Who already had on his Justin career. I think he did bit. it in one game, but already has more touchdown passes than yeah. Kenny Pickett does in his career. Kenny yeah. Pickett, second year guy. Yeah, but we weren't I mean, saying Stroud is this guy. Crazy. Even two weeks ago, uh, last week we were saying Stroud's coming back to earth. That's what this podcast said specifically. So <laughs> I said I thought he would. Yeah. I, and, <laughs> Anyway, but so, I, and this podcast has also said Pickens is the man. So, you know, just throwing that out there. All right. So on the bubble right now, or these are the AFC playoff teams. Are all these teams making it or who? And if not, who falls out? Uncle Tony Chiefs, Ravens, Jags, Dolphins, Steelers, Browns, Texans. Jags. Jags fall out of that. So Texans win the AFC South, which you're kind of saying. Yeah. Okay. LJ. Uh, tell me the teams again. You got Chiefs, Ravens, Jags, Dolphins, Steelers, Browns, Texans. Do you think those all end up making it, or did one of them fall out on the bubble right now? If you're like, who am I putting in? You got the big. I, right I don't believe in the Browns. I don't believe in the Browns. Did the Browns? Yeah, fall out? I think they are. They are Miles Garrett, and then some some last minute chicanery if they can stay into it. Um, I just don't think the Browns are that great as a full team. So who do y'all have jumping in? You have the the Bengals jumping yeah. in for both, Easy. maybe? Or I mean, who else do we got? I mean, the Broncos, the Broncos, the Bills, Broncos? the Bills, Chargers, Jets, Broncos. Uh, Bengals they, would be my favorite out of that list. Yeah, who would who would fall out if it's if it's Ravens, Bengals, Steelers, and Browns all make the wild? If they all, if they make, all it, make it. Yeah. It's well, it's number the two Texans in every division. The Texans, because right now the Steelers, Browns, and Ravens are all in. Yeah. So it'd be it'd be one of those AFC. Who's South winning the AFC South yeah. right now? The uh, yeah, Jags are up by. One I would imagine. I feel like the, the Texans, Texans have already beaten them once. Yeah, I feel like the Texans, and the Texans take Texans that over the Jags personally. I, like I don't Texas. know. It does. It does kind of feel like one of those. Everyone jumps off the Jags, and Jags have another a good game to kind of. Like a little bit of Trevor Lawrence's water whole career, basically. Yeah. The second you got him last year. Yeah. What's I wonder what's the let's go ahead and pull up a line for next week. Because those two teams play. It, well, I had it wrong. They play the week after. They play Thanksgiving oh, okay. week. I'm sorry. So Texas got I, I, the Cardinals yeah. and they likely win that. And Jags got the Titans. Yeah. They likely do, although Kyler Murray looked pretty good. And by the way, I want to throw out something real important. Last week, we asked if there was a new Call of Duty out, and the answer is yes, and he still killed it. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I think Arizona told him, like, hey, just play just play Call of Duty. You don't have to show <laughs> Don't up. even worry about it. Because 
Because he did exactly what they didn't want to do, which yeah. is win the game. They did not want to win. <laughs> yeah. I mean. They're like, damn it, Arthur Smith's still going to find a way to lose this damn game. True. No kidding. Doofus. <laughs> Shit. All right. Any, any, uh, well, I was going to pick who up some who lines. And do you, do all those teams make it, Kev? I, I, Kev? I think the Bengals get in. So who loses? Mm, I'm leaning towards Texans or Steelers because I think the Steelers are, I don't know how they're doing this. I mean, they're walking a fine line right now of getting these wins. And it's kind of like the similar to the fumble luck. I don't know if they're necessarily getting fumble luck, but I just feel like. They're getting football. These games up. are going to keep going your way yeah. at the end. You're getting tip balls where they pick it yeah. off towards the end and blocking field goals. And that's kind of what Steeler football does. I mean, that's what Mike Tomlin does is he beats you in the little. Yeah, areas. get hockey. Yeah. yeah. But, but I just, yeah. Every right. game I'm watching, every game I watch, I kind of go, Steelers are going to find a way to win this, but they don't feel like the best team on the yeah. field every single week. They're like, they're not the, they're not the better team, but they're going to win it. Yeah. And that, the problem they've got right now, I think they're just about ready to start. And it started last week. I, they're going to start playing each other there in the AFC North, and they make. And, that, and we've talked about out. how tough that. Yeah, they're going yeah, Browns go at yeah. the Bengals, yeah. Cardinals, Patriots, Colts, yeah, Bengals, Raven, Seahawks, Ravens. Ravens. I tell you what, we'll know a lot Thursday night if the Ravens beat the Bengals. I think the Bengals are in, maybe in the same boat that the Bills are in, and like, what the hell are we going to do? Mm. Well, and that's why these games are so tough. The one the Bills lost this past week, and even the Bengals losing that one. Those are games I'm, I, I fear when the season comes down at the very end and they're one game out of the playoffs, you go, God, we should have yeah. 12 men on the field lost us that if you're the Bills or if you're yeah. the Bengals. Like, we had chances to beat in the Texans game. We should have, yeah. and we blew it at home to a rookie. And I, I yeah. just think, Tony, has, I, when you're 5-4 and four right now, those those games matter. You don't have a lot of – the Chiefs got a little room. They could lose a couple and still be in the playoffs and be fine. Yeah. Yeah. The Bengals, because you start 0-3 – and I know LJ, they, that's just what they do. They start 0-3 yeah. and they're going to get hot. But when you do that, you don't give yourself any flexibility. No, they have, they've, they've got a big big win. Big wins coming out of the and, next few weeks. They've got to. And so we did get some bad primetime games this past week. Uh, multiple primetime games where we didn't get touchdowns for, mul- for a long time. But that changes this week. We get... The 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 one the game that starts the weekend and the game that ends it we get Bengals Ravens on Thursday night then on Monday night you get Chiefs Eagles both teams coming off so of we're not bringing up the Sunday night game Monday night, no, <laughs> Sunday night game. I don't know a resurgent you, Broncos <laughs> the hottest team, Joshua the two hottest Dobbs, teams in football uh, Vikings actually I mean, what am I what am I thinking these are the two hottest teams in game football of the right year now. game Minnesota. of the year baby. This is that uh what the Rams uh Chiefs from like three years ago? Like this is an easy Golly. Ch- God watch that game. It's gonna be some points. Yeah. To turn on your v- VCRs, you know, if you still got one of those, get it recorded. <laughs> yeah. Get your TiVo, get it recorded. <laughs> hey, what's All right, the, let's let's uh, IT needs to find what's the stat of the Broncos defense? <laughs> They've allowed what in five straight games less than a certain amount of points, something like that. Less than twenty? Let, or uh how many did they score last night? They, they, their defense they, has they really turned Yeah, what I want to say, this is a good time because I wanted to say it earlier, but we ended up moving on. I probably I probably ought to apologize to Vance Joseph, and I'm going to refuse to. Um, but, like, I did say that this defense was garbage at the beginning of the year, um, and they have looked really good. I, I feel like that's all going to bounce back. Um, but I'm ready for, in about two or three weeks, I might apologize to Vance Joseph. I just want to throw that out there for everybody listening. 
Okay, so we're not we're it's, not apologizing now. No, I do we're think not. he's a bad football coach. Um, but like the defense has been playing great, so it's kind of hard to argue, you know. But, um, I, yeah. So, so Tone, just for the record, not apologizing yet, but we're on <laughs> yeah. watch. You know, we're on <laughs> yeah. watch for maybe an apology yeah. coming. Like, you know, I know where the button is. Apology, I know where the apology the button is. Yeah. Yeah, Vance okay. came in the room and LJ didn't flip him off. So there's a yeah, possibility. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to be okay. Probably. We'll see. <laughs> probably. We'll <laughs> see. All right. Well, uh, Tony, I'm pretty sure we didn't cash our parlay. This we did past not. Week. I think it might've been, was it my fault? I what, think so. I think it was my fault. Do you, do you have them written? Do you have them down there in front of you? Or do you uh, I wasn't sure if you had the no, list or not. Cleveland was good. Cleveland um, was good. There was two uh, of them that were not 49ers good. So it's, no, were it's, just good. Your, it's just wasn't yours. Uh, those two were good. I think the other two were not. Well, that's why we give you winners this week. All right. So we're moving on. Week 11. <laughs> pick out some winners. LJ, earlier you told me you didn't know who you were going to win and you're going to try. You're going to use your, your method that is foolproof, yeah, foolproof always method. works. Tell me what you got. Uh, Eagles plus two going into Kansas City Monday night. Eagles. Easy. Easy. They're going to, they're going to be. They're going to win that game. I take money line. Take money line on it. But I'm taking the plus two. I have a feeling I have a feeling that might come up from someone else in this too, but maybe not the no, same way. Not. Maybe what if Chiefs. So can I take plus three if they've got three? Yeah. If I can get sure. them at three. You can get them at okay, three. If you can get them at one, take them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he, take any he said plus you can take on the Eagles right now. Okay. All right. Eagles plus two. But money line too. Is yeah, what whatever. I don't care. They're winning. Whatever. Yeah. We got to avenge that Super Bowl. Yeah, the Kelsey loss. brother okay, right. that uh, has not felt a win against yeah. uh, the Chiefs uh, is going to get one. Yeah. Well, and Travis has been out in Argentina yeah. hugging up on this his is like Tony Romo and, with Jessica Simpson all over again. You know oh, what I mean? These divas <laughs> over in Kansas City. Yeah, you know, Swiss going to be up in the booth. Yeah. There's, it's a. It's a. Kobayashi Maru. You know, uh, I saw this. Uh, no, no win scenario for the. Eagles. I saw the uh, uh, the the Onion put out a story about how Scooter Braun is going to Broncos games, and that's why they've been winning. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> um, Uncle Tony, what you got for this week? Okay. Okay. I, here's mine, and I'll give you uh, Prestige Worldwide. So I'm going. With Minnesota, Ooh. I like it. The, the, the Sunday night showdown. Yep, they're traveling. The pastronaut. Are you, you're taking the. I, I see plus two and a half. Flying Are you taking the plus two and a half, or what's your number? I'm taking a plus two and a half. Yeah, I am. I, I as as good as the Broncos defense has been playing, they're on a roll. But we just talk about how much Minnesota is, and I just think that that NFC North is a little bit better than that lower half that AFC West. I'm going with the. I'm going Minnesota. The Broncos, and I think the win. Royal we don't accept the uh, Vance Joseph uh, defensive resurgence fully. So there you go. There yeah, you no. Go. And and Prestige, believe it or not, Redskins. Nope, he didn't take the not Redskins. No, he Commanders. didn't. <laughs> Commanders. I'm sorry, Commanders. My bad. I brought down Washington. Commanders. But so that just feels Commanders. like Uncle Tony. That just feels like the I'm betting against a quarterback named Tommy DeVito. <laughs> yeah. he, he's betting against DeVito. That's what he's yeah, doing. That's yeah. fair. I, mean, I don't fair. think that's as much of a I'm back in the Commanders yeah. as it's much of who are the Giants playing. Okay, I'll take <laughs> yeah. the other t- yeah. other team. That's not yeah, wrong. That that's not and wrong. I don't, I'm not saying that's a bad that's a bad method. Well, I'm saying what, what number are we getting? Too. What number are we getting? 
He had the Vikes too. I had him as well. So we're we're he's we're, getting. Yeah. It looks like uh, I'm seeing Washington minus nine. That's what I'm and seeing half. too. Is that is the that, number? Yeah. yeah. All right. I think it's minus nine. I can get minus nine right now. Okay. So, but nine nine and a half. It don't matter. Okay. Noted. Anything under ten, you can, you're good. I'm gonna go with. So um, I kind of want to go Cleveland. Okay. Minus three and a half against the Steelers, but as I've talked about. The Browns will be the better team, but somehow the Steelers, if nothing else, they lose by a field goal and that hook gets me. Yeah. So I'm kind of staying away. Part of me, part of me kind of want to go to the Cowboys. They're playing a bad team they and are. the Cowboys love nothing more than to beat the hell out of a bad team. I know. Team. They might win by 40. They, they, mm, they but could. They on the road, but on I'm natural, actually, natural grass. Mm, this line's a little big, but I don't think they're a good team. I think they got the interim coach bump a little bit. Two weeks ago, and then this past week, they just beat a bad Jets team. I think the Dolphins run the Raiders out of the building. A yeah. Bit. A West Coast coming all the way over to the East Coast. It's an early game in Miami. It's going to be the weather will change. Miami minus 12 is what I'm seeing, but I think they win handily. I think they're coming off a bye. I'm seeing 11 like and a half. Days. Yeah, and I'd probably take that as well. Yeah. I, like I think that. Mike I really, McDaniel and his boys put up a yeah, lot of points. Yeah, I, I think this is the week that the, the Raiders come back down to earth. Yeah. But that's a good I just don't think the Raiders are very – yeah, early game, and I just don't think they're East a great Coast. team. I just yeah, they're yeah. not. I mean, they're not. Yeah. They've got. I'm kind of rooting for Antonio Pierce because I actually, and this sounds kind of weird because I know he's a giant uh, when he played, but I always kind of liked him. And then I liked him when he did some uh, ESPN work, and so I kind of hope he gets a chance as a head coach. But I just yeah. think they're kind of winning off rah rah and and. Well, and I know, will say you know, to their credit, the Josh McDaniels. To their credit, they're doing the thing that we keep talking about. Like even a mediocre coach should be able to figure out. You've got a great player. You've got an all-time great wide receiver. Maybe not all-time, but like league great. Like one of the best in the league wide receivers. Feed him the ball. Feed him the ball. Easy. Yeah. And they're doing it. And so you know maybe that that is the move. But I think the Dolphins have more weapons uh, by uh, well over twelve points. Wow, well yeah. over 12. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and yeah. the Dolphins last time they got, they had a bad taste in their mouth because they lost to the Chiefs mm-hmm. last time they played. So. Right. Yeah, I think so. They, the AFC West is a, is a weird beast to the Dolphins, and they're ready to take it back to them yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Josh Jacobs scares me in that game. If, if the Raiders can uh, control the clock, Good 12 point. might be a little Good too point. much. But I, Miami's, boy, they're, they're really fa- And Devon Achan. He should be back, right? Should be back. Yeah, he's practicing. The old Aggie. Uh, so. By the way, rest in peace, Jimbo Fisher. Don't. <laughs> he, he didn't die. He's just getting paid a whole lot of money. Yeah, to no, he's work. doing I okay. My dream, off. Hell LJ, yeah. my dream is to be a fired college football coach. Oh, my coach. God. So oh, uh, did you I, – I saw recently uh, – what was that LSU Orgeron? Yeah. Where they said, uh, we're going to fire you, but we mean to pay out the rest of your contract. And he said, which door do you want me to leave through? <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> With Ed O, uh, after LSU fired him, the way buyouts typically work, you get a big chunk of change, but if you take another job, you null out the rest of your buyouts. They don't have to keep paying you. Right. But somehow Jimbo Fisher got the Aggies to sign this deal where it's all guaranteed, baby, no matter what. So he's getting a $76 million buyout, and he could take another job tomorrow, and the Aggies are still going to pay him. Every did single you see, dime with that seventy six. Did you see uh, the Twelfth Man Foundation paid them like I think it was one hundred and twenty million at halftime of the game before he was fired. <laughs> so they gave him enough money to fire him yeah. and also fire the next guy. <laughs> well, that's just which Texas A and M does have dumb money yeah. as far as some of the boosters in the oil like oil oh, money yeah. they have. 
But it's funny, like you hear the, and we're not going to get too far into a rabbit hole of college football coaches because then we'll end up talking Sam Pittman for an hour. <laughs> yeah, but we don't want you it. hear the Razorbacks. The one of the sticking points of why they may or may not fire Pittman is because right now he's due a sixteen million dollar buyout. So between sixteen million dollar buyout and then the next coach you bring in, you're looking at twenty five million dollars right. maybe. And so the Razorbacks are like, oh, I don't know. And A and M just wrote off a check to Jimbo for seventy six yeah. million dollars, and they're actually winning a few games yeah. this year. Unlike the they Razorbacks. actually dominated so, this week. Yeah, that's crazy to win the way they did, and then you're like, yeah. "No, don't worry, Jimbo, you're still gone, yeah. buddy. Like you are fired." Team that beat us, they fired their coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mississippi State beats us seven to three, and they fire their coach. Everybody that's beat Arkansas this year is firing hell. their coach. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so anyway, either way, LJ, my dream, my dream in life is to be, I want someone to pay me millions of dollars to not work. Yeah. Golly. I'm working on it. I'm I trying to get so there. bad. <laughs> I don't know what to do yet. That's what I, we and a couple of coworkers looking, we're like, we didn't negotiate our contract very well. Yeah. <laughs> Where's our buyouts? We don't have any buyouts. Uh, all right. I think that does it for this week's episode. Oh, by the way, LJ, just throwing out there. Bill Belichick now has a record of 82 and 98 as an NFL coach when Tom Brady's not on his roster. Uh, you know, I, I'm glad you brought this up. I do want to throw out one more time. Bill Belichick is uh, basically Jeff Fisher. Well, his winning percentage without Tom Brady is worse than Rex Ryan. It's worse than Levy Smith. It's worse than North Turner, Jack Del Rio, Dave Wonset. Probably uh, Jeff Fisher as well because Jeff Fisher is yeah. Mr. 8-8. Eight yep. eight, so he probably is sitting around 500. Yep. So I'm just, I don't, I'm not saying Belichick's the bad coach, but he sure hadn't won a lot without I'm hold strong. Snaps. I, the, the Patriots have got to change some things or Bill Belichick needs to go somewhere else. I don't know. There, there, he is not, he is not the coach that he's been billed as. I think that's a fact. I'll stand by I, it. I'm going to say this okay. and I hope nobody takes this the wrong right. way, but I think the reason Bill Belichick has to go is because his son's helping him coach special yeah. teams. Come on, man. If you're if that's the only reason you're coaching, don't coach it. Yeah. Don't do it. I, I you're just, not coaching because you love it anymore. You're coaching mm-hmm. just to have your yeah. kid with you. If you want to just hang around with your kid, get you a charter boat and go out there and catch now, lobster that said, or something. Uh, Shit, I don't care. Lifford, if you want to keep paying for this podcast to stay on the air, that's <laughs> fine. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> And if you got a job that'll pay anywhere near what it pays to be the special teams coach, I will take that job and (laughs) do whatever you say. (laughs) There you go. go. All right. That does it for another week of the. Oh, 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 wait Uh a minute. Uncle Tony. Uncle Tony, what are you drinking on tonight? I was going to say, hold on a second. So I'm double fisting drinking tonight, but it's in small doses. So. uh, once again, I'm I'm into our 20 whiskeys that changed the world. Thanks again to those lovely people that that gifted that to me uh, last year. So tonight I'm drinking two Scotch whiskeys. One is an 18 year old, and one's a 10 year old. Just to see, hey, does age make a difference? I say no. But um, well, age is nothing. No, wait, no, stop. So I had <laughs> Talis, uh, So first one was Talisker. Leonardo Caprio says yeah. no, it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. R. Kelly saying so that's Talis- Talisker 18. It's an Isle of Sky, a Highland Scotch whiskey. Beautiful, very complex, but really sweet to start. Very interesting for the for an 18 year old, but very nice. I recommend it highly. <laughs> and then the next one was a one that everyone uh, can probably get. It's a good price point for everyone. Springbank, uh, Springbank 10. And uh, it's much more of a uh, milder, 
uh, um, scotch. Uh, has a little bit of Campbelltown scotch, a little, a little bit of peatness to it, but not too much. I liked it. I liked them both. I'm going to lean towards the Talisker. The 18, the extra eight years might have just made a lead. I was about to say, yeah, it sounds like age. You like, matter, so yeah. you like them. You do like them, 18 or, or <laughs> Is that what I'm hearing? Well, Let's, yeah. get yes, Let's, get Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. I'm not going to talk about my Balvini double. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how it is. All right. <laughs> anyway. uh, that will do it for this week's episode. Before we say something that gets us in trouble, we will be back next week with more. Guys, please. Oh, that was fun. Awesome. Awesome. Missy Pops. Missy Pops. That was a good one. Yeah. Well, LJ, he's not, or unless you're no, I'll put it in podcast, just so he knows. One, I'll send it straight hey. to him. Oh, okay. Hey, I sent him a text, so hopefully he takes it in the jest that it was meant. Oh, I saw that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At first, I thought you were yeah, making, he just I thought you were confessing you weren't going to be on the podcast, too. <laughs> he didn't even respond, did he? Yeah. No, he didn't. I ate all the chips in the house because I had <laughs> Now I'm too damn tired to do a podcast, and I know why. Yeah, this is going to be an LJ and Kevin pod, because that's going to get weird. We love you, Liv. Yeah, we do. Get by